Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. It's Mind Change Monday. By the way, if you're not if you're not connected to this community through the newsletter, if you're only listening to the podcast, we're grateful you're here. But there's so much more. If you could sign up, drleewarren.substack.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Every Sunday since 2014, I've written my best prescriptions for how you can change your mind and change your life, and it's a it's a good thing. Um, it's free. It's always something I, I try to find some sort of neuroscience and faith connection to write about. Sometimes it's just personal. Sometimes I'll tell a story about our family or something that's going on with Harvey and Lewis. But most of the time, there's always, hopefully, there's something useful in there. And if you're not getting it, check it out, drleewarren.substack.com, and you can get connected on a deeper level to this community. And you'll hear me once in a while on the podcast, I'll mention somebody's name. I'll, I'll, Just as an example, I'll say, hey, come on, Lola, or come on, Brian, or come on, Clay, come on will do this or do that those names aren't just random those are people that write in we're connected to all over the world that write in through the newsletter so i'm dropping their names so they hear me right well today i want to spend a few minutes with you based on something i wrote about in the newsletter yesterday and we're going to talk a little bit about what happens once you know once you learn and have insight that you can change your mind, that you can use the power of neuroscience and the power of faith. And when you smash them together in this process that I'd sort of jokingly, but not really jokingly, call self-brain surgery, then you have the, the tools and therefore the responsibility to control your own mind and not be a victim anymore, like bobbing around in the ocean like you're wearing a life vest, but you don't have any control, right? It's not that way anymore. Once you understand that you can literally change your brain and change your life, then you have a responsibility to do it. So today we'll talk a little bit about ignorance versus choice and the dangers of what happens beyond or past the time that you gain insight into your own nervous system and your own brain and your own spirit and how they work together. Okay, listen, we're going to talk about the perils of self-brain surgery, ignorance versus choice, and the dangers beyond insight here on Mind Change Monday. Then we're going to play an old Tommy Walker song. Um, not that old, but one of my favorite Tommy Walker albums is Living in the Wonder, and this song is called Look What Happens. And I want to give you that song at the end, because and if things haven't worked the way you've wanted them to work in your life in the past, then why not try something new? Why not give yourself a chance to say, hey, look what happens when I go all in, when I really decide I'm going to to buy into this idea of self-brain surgery, when I really want to press in with prayer and fasting. I really want to see if God will keep those promises that he made. I really want to know. Well, you can't know, friend, unless you do it. You can't know how surgery is going to work out if you're one of my patients, unless you have surgery, right? We can talk about it all day long. We can talk about risks and benefits, and you can read and research and watch YouTube videos, but until you actually let me pick up the knife and perform that operation, you're not going to know how it's going to work out for you. And I just would submit to you that if you don't let God have a chance to keep the promises that he's made for you, if you don't fully resign control and let him have it, and basically if you don't let God take over, you won't know. There's a scripture in Psalm 34, taste and see that the Lord is good. This is the time right here at the start of this year. It's time to find out if he's really honest, if he'll really do the things that he says he'll do, if he'll really help us change our minds and change our life. And if it's really good news, as Lisa always says, that we can start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. 
Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Okay, so I just love that when Lisa comes on the podcast. Um, write in and tell her she needs to be on the podcast more. She has this idea that, that everybody just wants to hear from me, but she's got some great insights. So if you send me an email, Lee at DrLeeWarren.com or Lisa at LisaWarren.com, say, hey, we want to hear more from you. I think we can get her back on the show. I would love to do a Friday conversation with Lisa. I think you can talk her into it. Hit her up on email. Let her know, hey, we want to hear from you because you obviously are what makes Dr. Warren tick. So <laughs> she has a lot to teach you. Listen, we're going to talk just for a minute about some ideas that I wrote in the newsletter yesterday, the perils of self-brain surgery. Okay. Now I've got a new book coming out. Hope is the first dose. You can pre-order it, by the way, on Amazon and other booksellers, or local booksellers. Anybody, any place can order it. Um, we have had a conversation about a book launch event with Bible Supply here. Our good friends, Craig and Nancy over there and Elisa over at Bible Supply North Platte. If you're in the North Platte area, you can pre-order the book from them. Um, so anyway, the new book comes out on July 25th, and this book is all about how you finally can learn how to apply this treatment plan that's all about self-brain surgery when you have these massive things and hard things that happen in life. But even from day to day and all the little mini massive things and just and just to get our heads on straight about how we can have a strategy for using our brains as a tool and not reacting to them when they are weapons that are formed against us. Right, because they do sometimes. Your brain is definitely sometimes your own enemy. So we got to learn how to never let it be our own enemy, and instead let it be our friend and a tool that we can use. And that's what the Holy Spirit wants to do in your brain. So and that's what the book's about. So if you pre-order the book, send me a copy of the receipt. I'll send you a little PDF document that I wrote that's got some of the sort of key concepts in it. And I'll be dropping these things for the people that pre-order between now and the time the book comes out. I'm going to be dropping some worksheets and some ideas and some things for free that you can have. So send me a a lee at drleewarren.com lee at drleewarren.com send me an email with a copy of the receipt from wherever you buy the book and I'll send you some of these resources as time goes along including some of the content released early once I had permission to do that from the publisher and all that stuff. So today I just want to give you one idea from the book, okay? One idea has been bouncing around in my head lately, and there's a scripture in James that I want to share with you that gives us a working definition of what God considers sin. So James 4, 17 in the NIV says, If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. So if anyone knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. So what is sin? Sin is when your heart's saying, hey, I ought to do this thing or I ought not to do that thing. And we do it anyway or we don't do it. That's that's a good working definition of sin. Okay. So now I'm not talking about sin and damnation and hell and all that today. 
Okay. Those are real things. But what I want to talk about today is once you know something that you need to do, once your heart is tugging on you and God is leading you to something, then you need to take action. We also know in Scripture, Galatians 5, 22 and 23, that there's something called the fruits of the Spirit. And these are character traits of people who have God's Spirit inside them, who are living a life out of the abundance that the Spirit gives them out of these ideas that the Spirit will lead you into behaving and looking a certain way if you let Him guide and direct your steps. And those fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. People that exhibit those character traits in their lives are living lives that are influenced and directed by the Holy Spirit of God. Those are not natural things. Humans naturally tend to move away from those things. But when you're filled with the Spirit, you live according to those those principles and you show those fruits in your life. And I was raised to think of self-control as this idea of what you do, resisting temptation, not sinning, doing good things. Those are self-control. Don't eat all this stuff. Eat that instead. Eat your vegetables and not all those Cheetos, right? That's self-control. But there's more to it than that. I've realized as I've matured and gotten older, I hope I've matured. Lisa might not think so. (laughs) But there's, there's two things that are abundantly clear, okay? The first one is that neuroscience has taught us that it is possible to change how your brain works by changing what you choose to think about. We have a guest coming up on the podcast. It's a neuroscience researcher who does functional imaging, and he's going to tell us that you can change how your brain works. We can image it, and we can see it happen. Daniel Lehman talks about that all the time. You can literally rewire the circuits in your brain. The Bible tells us that thinking about better things is the key to overcoming anxiety and finding peace in our brains, hearts, and lives. So these two things are true. You have a thing called neuroplasticity, which means you can reconnect and create new synapses in your brain. You can change the neurochemistry of your brain solely by what you choose to think about and focus on. The Bible says the same thing. By thinking better thoughts, you'll live better lives. Okay, The key to overcoming anxiety and stress and depression and all these things on a, on one level is about learning how to think about different things. Philippians 4, 6 through 9. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. We're always talking about gratitude, right? With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Do you get that? Pray and give thanks. Be grateful and be prayerful and mindful and that'll give you peace. God will guard your heart and your mind and you won't be as anxious. Finally, brothers, whatever's true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So he's giving you a prescription here. He's giving you a prescription. Choose to think about stuff that's true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, and good. Think about those things and you'll be less anxious, you'll be less stressed, you'll be happier, you'll be more at peace, you'll, your mind and your heart will be guarded. That's self-brain surgery, learning how to think about what you think about. So here's the point that I made in the newsletter I want to make to you. Once you know that you can change your life by changing your mind, then it's an exercise in self-control to do it. Sometimes I have patients come in, they don't know what's wrong with them, they don't understand why their back hurts or their leg hurts or they're having seizures, and I make the diagnosis for them, and I say, here's the problem right here. You got this tumor, you got this disc herniation, you got this spinal stenosis, you got this misaligned vertebrae, whatever, and I explain it to them, and then they know, and then I say, here's the treatment plan, here's the surgery that we could do, or here's the physical therapy, or here's the injection, or here's the whatever treatment that we can do and make this better for you, and then they sometimes 
they say, no, I'm okay. I'm going to keep taking this pain medicine. or I'm just going to get a disability and stop working. And they choose a different path. And they walk away from the thing that could actually fix their problem. They get four or five opinions and we all say the same thing and they decide, no, I'm too scared to have surgery. I'm just going to live with it. And they have a foot drop and they drag their leg around for the rest of their life. And then 30 years later, they see another surgeon and it's too late then to fix it, right? That's self-malpractice. So when I said, once you know that you can change your life by changing your mind, it's an exercise in self-control, one of those fruits of the Spirit, to do it. You don't have to call it self-brain surgery. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that it's a sin. We talked about James, once you know and you don't do it, then it's a sin. I'm not saying it's a sin not to have surgery if you need it. And I'm not saying it's a sin not to read my book or not to call it self-brain surgery or any of those things. I'm just saying, if you know something that will help you, and you choose not to do it. If you know a path to being less anxious and you choose to be anxious anyway, if you know that certain thought patterns are harmful to you and you choose to keep them, then you're hurting yourself. And in the, in the book, in the new book, Hope is the First Dose, there's a character named Mr. Green. I tell his story. And he said something to me that really resonated. He said, I will relentlessly refuse to participate in my own demise. I will relentlessly refuse to participate in my own demise. That's a tattoo you can have, okay? I'm not advocating you getting a tattoo. But think about that for a minute. If that was a motto for you, I am not going to participate in my own demise. Right here at the start of this year, what if we said, let's just find out if God's going to keep these promises. Let's just find out if self-brain surgery really helps. Let's just find out if relentlessly refusing to participate in my own demise will help. Let's, Let's let Tommy Walker say, look what happens when we do it. Say it with me. I will relentlessly refuse to participate in my own demise. Again, I'm not saying it's a sin not to have an operation if you've been recommended. Well, I'm not saying it's a sin not to read my book. I'm not saying it's a sin not to say that you're doing self-brain surgery. You can call it whatever you want. But once you know that you can change your mind and that will change your brain chemistry, that will change your decision-making, it will change your hopefulness, it will change your level of anxiety, and you choose not to do it, that's hurting yourself. We might as well call it self-malpractice. Right. Once you know that you have the power to control the way your brain works, to make your own life better, why wouldn't you do it? We know we have an enemy with the devil of hell, or you can call it resistance, or you can call it negative thinking, whatever you want to call it. We have an enemy that wants us to be frustrated and ineffective. Jesus said in John 10.10, the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. And if you're tired of that part of your life and you want the abundance instead then it's time to do some self-brain surgery. It's time. And there's some peril and some danger. Once you know, it creates even more cognitive dissonance and difficulty when you choose not to engage. So here at the start of this year, let's engage. Let's finally get it done. Let's turn that switch and pick up the knife and start doing self-brain surgery. And let's just make it better, okay? Why wouldn't we? We're in peril because we now know that we can either pick up the scalpel and learn to practice self-brain surgery or we can choose to continue to allow emotion, feeling, and circumstance to dictate how we think and behave and feel. Friend, it's a new year. Aren't you ready to break free of the harmful thought patterns that have plagued you for so long? And we all have them. I'm talking to myself too. If so, then let, let this be the time. Let this be the moment. Let's step into this new thing that God wants to do, this year of the Lord's favor that we talked about from Luke 4 and Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. We can change our minds and we can change our lives. And the good news is we can, we can do it together. And we can start today. I want to play Tommy Walker's song, Look What Happens Here in just a second. And I want you, friend, 
here on Mind Change Monday on this ninth day of January, I want you to engage. I want you to do it, to get after it. Do prayer and fasting with us. Read the Bible more. Memorize scripture. Find some ways to put some good stuff in your heart and learn how to change your mind and learn how to change your life. Learn how to start today. One, two, three.
Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.